This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Consignment Heroes, heard Sunday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. How to sell your stuff. How to get rid of stuff. Paul Kenny and his son Bogart from Storage Wars Canada are about to unlock the secrets to stuff on Zoomer Radio. What sort of value do they put on your stuff? That depends on how well you sell it. As we begin taking your calls on Consignment Heroes, the one-hour phone-in show all about stuff. Good morning. Live from the laundry room. I'm still here after all this time. It's live from the morning. We haven't gone down to the studios yet. I'm liking it a bit. A little snowy out there, so I know I've got some people today that I normally don't have listening because they're not going out for a walk. They're not out going out shoveling the snow. They're not doing nothing. Now, this is a call-in show. The numbers are, and if you want to know about anything, you want to talk about anything, you want to tell a story about your grandma's stuff, I'm okay with this. You never know where stuff can lead. This is a call. The numbers here are 416-360-0740. Get a pen, get a piece of paper. Bogart says, make sure they both work. He's still out in assignment. Out of town. And I love my clients out of town because they got really neat stuff because it's different in the Toronto. We throw out everything here. One. 866-740-4740. You can see us on, we're on two radio stations, AM and FM, 740. If you hear me right now, you don't have to know what station we're on, but this is a really good station. And um, we're also, you can lie, if you can catch up on past episodes, you guys say, boy, that was a really great show. I wonder if they have any other shows. You can live, you can uh, live stream us, well, we're on now, or you can go to past shows at AM740, and it'll have all their, um, my last shows. I think the last four years are there. So, and uh, you can check out. There might be something you find out there. It's easy listening. Um, normally, like I say, I have Glenn here. Glenn's not here today either. So, this is a show where we talk about your items that you have in the house. You might want to know what they're worth. You might want to know how to sell them. You might know how to sell your house. You might want, there's a lot of things that we're going to help you with. This is a show of information. At the end of this show, I know I'm going to be smarter because some of our callers are going to tell me stuff I didn't know. And I'm hoping you're a bit smarter too. And like I said, there are things that will be, I say some stuff just to tweak. You just say, oh, I didn't know that. Or I didn't know that was worth this much. Or I thought that was worth a lot more. That'll be the things that we go through here. And we're going to get the price of gold. We're going to talk about our favorite sponsors. We're going to be talking about me. And but and if you call in, like I said, at those numbers, 416-360-0740 or 1-866-740-4740. And it doesn't have to. It can be something like a picture on the wall. It can be a story. It can be something. You know something? Everyone knows you got a Picasso on the wall. You know it's worth money. You don't need me for that. It's the other stuff. It's your cups and saucers, your comics, your cards. If Glenn was here, he'd be talking about tickets. We're not going to talk about tickets today. 
Today is a ticket-free zone, unless one of your callers calls about it. And we're going to be talking about how I got my knowledge and um, why I think I'm so smart. But before we do this, and we're going to be talking about real estate, and we're going to be talking about this is a time, and this is a dangerous time here, by the way. i got to mention this before we go and talk to Rick and all the people we're going to talk to today. We haven't had, you haven't had a garage sale in two years. So now's the time of year. You can be stacking up your stuff. You should be calling me today because before you put in a garage sale, <clears throat> you should be calling me either today or in my shop. I have forgot to mention that. We've moved. We're no longer in Richmond Hill. We have gone. The best coin and shop in, in Richmond Hill has now moved down to Toronto. We were at, on Young Street. We're now at 5 in Regis Crescent. North, copy this down because you're going to want this information. Five St. Regis Crescent North, Unit Four. Now we've got thirteen thousand square feet there. I've got dining suites. I've got bedroom suites. I've got um, all sorts of furniture, antique. We have collectibles there. We have Roald Dalton's there. This is a place. It's a consignment shop where you can sell it to us, consign it to us, or put it into auction. But we literally buy everything because when we downsize houses, say you're moving from your, um, we're going to talk about this later, you're moving from McMansion and you want to go to a condo, you can't fit 6,000 square feet of stuff into 900 square feet. It just isn't going to happen. So that means you have to get rid of it. You have to get rid of your uh, collection of something, spark plugs. You might have 15,000 spark plugs or fishing lures or uh, empty bottles of liquor, or uh, raw Dalton's, or uh, there's, a, there's no limit to the things that you've collected for 40 years that we can help you dispose of. So we're at we're at uh, 15, 5 St. Regis Crescent North, Unit 4. My email, in case you're too shy to call in today, and that happens sometimes, because, you know, I don't want to listen to me on the radio. And you, call, and you want to call and talk to me later in the week, you can call me at 905. 737-4653. The other thing is that uh, you can email us. Now, this is the one I always forget to give out because it's harder. Now, listen carefully on this one. You can send me pictures. Pictures tell us a thousand words. I might use a thousand words in this show today. Um, T, the email is T, gold, silver, coins at gmail.com the other thing is i'm my other number 647-298-8989 the reason i'm giving that number you can send me pictures you can go from your phone to my phone and i'll get back to you okay so there's many ways to contact me and you can call in the show which is starting to happen right now uh before i go to rick i'm going to go to helen toronto because she's been waiting longer Helen, how are you doing? Okay, fine, thank you. I have um, some silver. Okay. Um, it's uh, dinnerware. Mm-hmm. Rogers, and I got it from Simpsons years ago. Okay. I've got an eight-place setting. Now, the pattern will matter, but most of the time we're crushing now because the kids don't want it. Now, when it's right. Rogers on the back, you have not got sterling. You've got Yeah, I've got plate. Rogers on the back. Yeah, you is silver plate. The difference between silver plate and sterling is it was sterling, 
I'd be paying you about 77 cents a gram, and you'd be getting about $1,500 from me. But because it's plate, and I don't want you to get mad at me now, your set is probably going to be worth about $20. Okay? First, I know your kids don't want it. AP you don't want setting? to clean it. Pardon? Eight-piece setting? I don't. I'm protected well by bulletproof glass in my um, well, laundry room here because people don't. Silver plate. Even though it cost you a couple of hundred back then, and that's what I say, even use it, because we crush it. We send it off. Nobody wants it. One uh, Occasionally, someone has, like, say you've got Old Colony, and uh, somebody's put your uh, uh, two of the knives down the garburetor, then we can sell it. Then we can, someone wants to replace that. And I'm going to say this, before you sell it to me, I don't care if it's a full set or an odd set. I, weigh, I do it by weight. And I know in the old days, I'm going back, there would be guys, and they'd be charging 5 6 $7 a piece. And if you bought it from Berks, it would probably cost you $10 a piece. But this is reality, is that the kids, it can't go in the dishwasher. The kids don't want to clean it. I have 200 sets of China, literally, maybe more. I, I don't count them every day. But, and I've got three kids, and none of them took any of the China from me. They went and bought them in big box stores, okay? That was old people's dishes, they put it. And the grandkids, they might be smarter than my kids, and they might take my dishes, but i got to wait a long time before they're in the dish-buying business mode, okay? So, and this is the bad news. I try and go in, and I try to do other things you have in your house, and we'll go into it later on the show, that are worth money that you don't think are worth money. And it's what the, the problem is that back then when you bought this, you probably paid three, four, five hundred dollars, and that was a week's pay. That was two weeks' pay in some cases, and you hang on to it. For something like a comic book, you throw away. Uh, there's things that people throw away that are worth more money than the things that they save. This is why I wanted. I'm talking about garage sale season right now because people are going to throw away or sell for two dollars, a hundred and fifty or two hundred dollar item. And I know this for sure because I have 25 to 30 pickers who go around at garage sale season, buy the stuff for a dollar, and come into my place, and I give them $500 for it or 200 or 100 Whatever the number is, it's a lot more than a dollar, okay? And this is why I want to try and warn people about this. But you're set. Now, the other thing is just use it. A lot of people, I say, well, it's only worth $30. Oh, I don't want to sell for that. What are you going to do? I'm going to bring it home and put it in the cupboard again. No, use it. You got this stuff, enjoy it. It's pretty. You bought it because it's pretty. You enjoyed it. You don't care if the kids don't enjoy it. You enjoy it. You enjoy looking at it. It'll bring back memories, maybe for your husband, or uh, bring back memories of a, of a special dinner where your your son had said he's getting married. And then it'll bring back those are the types of things you want. Okay? So I can't afford to buy sentimentality, but if you are getting rid of it, we're the one place in the city that can sell it. Thank you very, very much for the call. I'm going to go to Rick now. Rick, how you doing? We're not going to Rick. We are good going morning, to Rick. Paul. How's it going? <laughs> oh, good, good, good. We're just talking about garage sale season, and I'm looking at my calendar. We're starting to book up in, in April and May of people who are uh, want to get their houses cleared out, and I said they should be calling in and booking the space because they're going to say, right now somebody was saying, oh, I want to wait till spring. Right. I'm going to call Paul right. in the spring. I'm going to call yeah. Rick in the spring. 
Yes. Spring is here. It doesn't look like spring outside. is here. I mean, you can't tell by today, but spring is here. And uh, I think the biggest problem, Paul, and I think you've, met, you've mentioned it many times, that people are just overwhelmed by the thought of selling their home because they don't know what to do. They don't know who to turn to. And I just wanted to expand a little bit on what we were talking about last week with people trying to go at it alone or trying to sell their own home or trying to sell their own stuff. Uh, you know what, Paul? It, it, you're not doing yourself any favors when you either sell your house ex- exclusively or if you try to sell it yourself. Or when you do try to sell it, uh, we're talking about accepting the first offer that comes your way and you brag about how you, your house sold in one day. Well, anybody knows that by selling your house in one day, that means not enough people. Really, you didn't give anyone time to even come and see your house. Uh, You're so, happy about the wrong thing. Yes. <laughs> you know, that's what ends up happening. You know, and, and I said last week, it's not real rocket science. So, you know, you don't have to be a Einstein here to know that something very simple, simple math. All right. Uh, the more you expose your property, the more people know your house is for sale, the more likely you're going to get not just what you want for it, but much more. OK. And yeah. that, you know, nowadays you need every penny you can get because things are going up in price. So are your groceries. So is the gas. So are whatever does you want to buy costs you more money. So you need to get more money for your house. Not even if you just want to get more money because you got so much money that you don't really want it, which, you know, I've yet to meet someone like that. But. The fact is you need to get more money for your house because, A, you either have to replace it, buy another house, or maybe you're thinking about retiring or you're downsizing so you want to you know, get your $2 million for your house in Toronto and spend maybe a million and get something bigger and larger out of town. That's fine. But, again, you're in a position now where you can take advantage of this really hot market, at least for now. It's hot. Don't you get you have every penny you can. Right now? Say that again? Don't you have a property out of town right now? Yes, we do, Paul. I was just about to get to it. Uh, Wait a minute. i got to say something before you get to it. A lot of times, this is not the worst advice in the world, is sometimes you're wanting to sell your house, which we can do, and we'll get you a million, two million. But sometimes you want to be able to pick your other house just before you sell the front of your other house because you have the rights to go. Now, even when you're selling, um, it doesn't matter when you put it on. It's when your closing date is. Mm-hmm. You might you might want well, a long closing. You might want a short one. But That's the right. point is that you want to have you have to go somewhere. You don't put yourself under a lot of stress. You right. sold your house. Oh, where am I going to move? Yeah, you know that's what I'm saying. Okay, no, go it's ahead. true, Paul. And uh, you know this is the situation that everybody faces. That's why it's, it's important to be with uh, working with a professional. That this is what we do, and we understand those stresses, and we try to alleviate them with experience, knowledge. And we're there with you every step of the way. Now, you just mentioned this particular property that we have for sale. We have a few more coming up in the next little while, but this one here we're going to focus on because we listed it this week, Paul. It is a beautiful, beautiful piece of property. It's got a charming three-bedroom bungalow on it uh, with huge living room, huge kitchen. Uh, it's got a huge double-sized uh, double-car garage. It's an oversized garage, so you could use it as a beautiful workshop. Uh, it sits on 2.3 acres, but it's not just so much that you had 2.3 acres. Wait a minute. How much is that? Like, how big is an acre? Like, I well, hear acres, guys got a 100-acre farm, and I said, I wonder yeah. how big that is. Besides, someone say, Paul, it's 100 acres. I want to yeah. know how big by how big. That's just me. Well, in this particular case, in this particular case, we have almost 800 feet frontage, and we also have about 230, 240 feet of depth 
it does yeah, I know how big the wood is. Hey, this is good. Go but, ahead. But that's pretty huge. That means the possibilities are endless. Perfect for an investor. Perfect for for a developer. Perfect for a first time home buyer. You got kids, and and maybe you want to get them a pony or something. To, uh, you know, you have, you've got the property to ride it on. Uh, th- these types of opportunities don't come around too often, Paul. It's in a really quaint town, Dunville, which is just south of Grimsby. It doesn't take that long to get there. And since people are radiating and moving outwards anyways, uh, you want you to work at home there and still go to Toronto, right? Yes. I mean, okay, I, I've go been ahead. here now a couple of times just in the past couple of weeks. And, you know, it's a pleasure to drive there. You go over that Burlington. Once you pass the Burlington Sky Bridge there, you're home free. You're there within within a half hour. You're there, and if you need to drive to Niagara Falls, you're false five. You want to go to Niagara on the lake for a walk? You can do that. Uh, it is a, an absolutely beautiful piece of property. Falls not going to last long. We've got so much interest in it right now, uh, and uh, you know the fact is we could have sold it uh, immediately. The fact is we're holding back offers, and the reason we're doing that is two reasons. We want to maximize what the seller gets for it. But just as important, we want to give everyone the opportunity to come and look at it. And this way, the more people come and see it, uh, the more exposure we're giving the property, the more money we're going to get for it. So it's a win-win situation for everybody so that, you know, if people don't have the time today, maybe they'll have time throughout the week to drive down and take a look at it. Thank you, Rick. My pleasure. Anyone wants to get a hold of me? Yeah, yeah. they can call me. They can call you directly, Paul. It's great you gave your number. I'll give you mine because... You know, we do have the products for sale here. So it's uh, 416-258-3972. Always available. Always prepared to take uh, a call. Please call, okay. and we'll get back My to you. My number as well is 647-298-8989. Yeah. Or you can call Rick. But if you can't get a hold of Rick, you know my number, because I'm going to give it like 10 times in this show. That's right. That's um, right. I want you to call me on this, because this is not going to last. And, like, I was only kidding. I know how big an acre is. An acre is huge. So that's another way of describing it. But living out there and not having a neighbor. I live where I don't have neighbors. I kind of like it. I don't mm-hmm. want some guy watching me while I'm having my barbecue. That's I right. want to be able, if I'm going to live outside, I can live in the country, have a big house, lots mm-hmm. of land, and not have to worry if I'm not having to work downtown Toronto, you know, and then you get someone to cut the grass. I know that. That many acres is a lot of the grass cut. Thanks, well, Rick. You know what, Paul? It comes with, with a, a riding lawnmower, just so if anybody was worried about cutting the grass. We got that thing. <laughs> Thanks, Rick. Have a great uh, day. We're going to go to a couple mes- uh, um, messages from our friends of the show, and we'll be right back with Brian, Jim, and Georgina. Okay, we're back. Live to the laundry room. I'm Paul Kenny from Consignment Heroes at 5 St. Regis. Crescent North, Unit Four. Uh, we're open. We're open now. Um, we got lots. If you want to buy stuff, you want to give stuff to your grandkids. I mean, the idea. You know, something. You go to one of these big box stores and you pay five thousand dollars for your dining suite, and right after you got it, you get it home. You try and sell it. You can't get five hundred dollars for it. The doubt. The thing is, if you buy a dining suite for five hundred dollars, the most you can lose is five hundred dollars. If you're going to use it or you give it to your kids or something like that. And I'm sitting here, I've got to say this. It's snowy outside, sitting in the laundry room, and the waft of chili being cooked is through the air right now. And I, I, I miss chili so much. And my dog smells the chili too. So we're going to go to 
Count Brian in Cayuga, down by Dunville, aren't you? Yeah, hurry. Good morning, Paul. Nice to speak with you. Yes, how can I help you in that beautiful area out there? Well, it's snowing out in this neck of the woods. No palm trees, no white sand, no dancing girls with drinks. Sorry. Anyway, what I called about, just to follow up to your previous call, you asked the size of an acre. Well, I worked on property. It's 209 foot by 209, roughly. You see? I now am smarter at the end, by the end of this show. As long as I remember this, I'm going to be smarter. And I, you know something? I'm surprised that more people, when I ask questions, things I don't know, that don't tell me. I actually don't know what I want to know. I just I wanted to share that with you. My little it. bit no, of the no, world. Anyway, what, what I want to, to Go ahead. No, what else? How can I help you now? Okay, what I wanted to ask you... When I was over a couple of times, I collected some currencies in Britain, and I have some Scottish pound five uh, notes. I call them five notes. Yeah. Actually, are they really worth anything anymore? Oh, yeah. Are they? So collector value, I'm sorry to be ignorant about it, but um, I had a friend that came from Glasgow that said to me, you know, those things are going to be worth more than a pittance, he says, if you hold on to them. They're still you know something? Your friend was wrong because they're not going to be worth it. They are worth it now. Um, okay. People collect old currency, and Scottish as well, because um, English, even England's got the queen on it. I know Scottish people don't like that, but anything yeah. on the queen on it, is still valid currency in one way in that you can take it to the bank. You'd be really crazy to do that because I think we sold a five-pound note. Oh, I'm testing my memory right now. I'm not passing. It was around 1910, and we sold it for, I think, $550. Okay? So that's a lot more than five pounds. I'm glad I'm sitting down. Yeah. So... No, some of them, there is books on. Now, people collect gold and silver, but there are a lot of people who collect the currencies. Yes. And um, I did a deal with this gentleman last week, and he had British currencies. But yes. I, I can't overemphasize it. Say you have a bill from Switzerland, with the, the land of money, and it's dated 1970. Okay. And you find a million dollars in that in your mattress. Guess how much it's worth. Does the word nothing mean something to you? I had no idea. No, it's worth nothing. Well, if you find, and in Canada, the people have the old notes. Don't bring them to the bank, even though they want them. Um, if it's got the queen on it or king, depending on the age of it, yes. they will um, be worth money in that they, you can bring them to the bank and they retain their dollar value. But it might be worth like a... Uh, a nineteen thirty-five twenty-five dollar note is worth about I don't know two thousand dollars in Canada. The Scottish stuff they made more, not as much as in England, but any of the European uh, England's a country of collectors, just like Canada is. Yeah. And those bills now some might only be if they made a lot of it, and your bill's not in great shape, that'll make a difference. But say you've got a mint foot bill from nineteen hundred, and it might be in Scotland over there. They had different banks issuing the, the bills. Yes. 
they won't all always be issued by the Bank of Scotland. Some of the banks, like in, in Canada, you can have a 1935 or 30, say 1930s bill, and they'd be issued by the Imperial Bank. Yes. Or the Bank of Montreal or uh, Toronto Bank. Right. So these, and then in Scotland, they have the same thing where individual banks would issue the bills. The smaller the bank, the more likely that the bill is going to be worth more because they issued less bank, less bills. Okay. Yes, I and there will be more collectors today trying to run them down. It's a case of uh, uh, supply and demand, and there'll be people looking for a bill from the Bank of Inverness or something like this. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, don't throw them away. The the thing is to look online, but don't sell to these guys. Some of them are just trying to give you the same price that they can get out of the bank. A lot of them we put into our coin auction mm-hmm. and get money or. If it's a really big bill, I can advise you on which other auctions to put it into. Some are better than others. Okay. Oh. We've sold a bill from Hong Kong, I think for 30000 Yeah, I'm familiar with It was like one that. pound or something. I'm familiar with their currency. Of yeah, yesterday. Hong Kong. Because they had the HSBC bank out there. Yes. And um, so a lot of people would collect that as, like, um, as, um, the extension of an English bank is the yes, best it way was. to put it. So bank bills all over the world. Now, if you've got something from South America, generally their stuff is not worth anything because what happens is that, and I know I'm going on a bit about this, but bills, everyone's got money, and this is, money's important to me. Money's important to everybody else. But in South America, say, where they've changed over the money in every six months, and, or in six months, every couple of years or whatever it is, so all the old bills are now worth nothing, and they have a date, say, 1978, all your um, Bolivian, whatever they are, is now worth nothing. So what happens when they know they're not worth anything, then they're, they're put out there. Well, um, the person who has, you know, a thousand bills will just sell them, and they don't have it. But your bills, like the old Scottish bills, had money, mm-hmm. and it'll be better if it's not folded. And feel free to send me a picture. Uh, during the week to my store, my um, email, which is uh, tgoldsilvercoins at gmail.com. And I'll give you that out a couple more times in the show. Or you can send the pictures, John, to 647-298-8989. Hope I helped you a bit. And, I, uh, I got one other question. Right? Okay. I got one other question to ask sure. you. Yeah. Cayman Islands, I believe it's uh might be ten, it might be a dollar. I'm not certain. I still got one of the notes left from visit. Yeah, it's got the Queen on it. Some of them uh, depends on what year. Okay. Uh, any of the bo- and she's not going to last forever. So I think there will be a surge on people buying all the um, the bills because she's on Jamaica, uh, yeah. Bermuda, Bahamas, and I mean all over the place. Yes. And the Cayman Islands, though. There's, we have some people, they want the gold, the gold coins, but not so much the bills, okay? So it's not really worth any more than trading face. No, no. Tell me, send me a picture. I got books. I, oh, I, okay. Okay, I I'll get books. around to doing it at some point. I don't guarantee. Maybe I'll bring them down and show you. That's okay. We're when open the and a... I love visits, and I love to learn. Oh, I so do I, sir. Call. 
Paul, I'm going to let you go. I thank you very much for your time, your trouble, and your assistance. It was enjoyable for me, too. I now know Big Acres. Okay, now we have to talk about one of the big friends of the show. You know this. We're going to talk about the Cheese Boutique. I don't worry. I'm going to get to the other calls in a minute. Uh, our number here is um, 416-360-0740. 866-740-4740. Before we get to the calls, I want to talk about the Cheese Boutique. You know this. Cheese Boutique one of my favorite places in the city. You know, um, I don't have the smell of ch- chili going through the house right now, but that's almost as good to me as a piece of nice cheese on a slice of toast. And the toast, the heat of the toast melting the cheese, and just really thin, almost so thin you can see through it, but you get the taste. And that only can come from the Cheese Boutique. They got the cheeses there. They got the balsamic vinegars there. They got the hot sauces there. They got meats there. They got, and more important than all this stuff, they got a knowledgeable staff. Okay, they're at 45 Ripley Avenue, Cheese Boutique. Now, the number, I think, I don't know. You're going to have to ask right away. I think they had, during the pandemic, during that flip of history we had, they were delivering. So you have to ask. They might, I think it was free. You bought a certain amount of cheese, and they were going out of town. 416-762-6292. And if you want to go even on the computer, just go Cheese Boutique, Toronto. They're on the South King's Way. They're 45 Ripley, which is right off just the foot of the South King's Way. And um, there's park in there. You can park on the street. But I can't overemphasize how, and you know this, you all, we've all gone into a big box store, one of these stores, and we've asked somebody for information. Besides knowing where it is, they know nothing else about it. I mean, I got the feeling if I asked what a nail was for, they'd say, we don't know, but they're an five. okay? So um, at the Cheese Boutique, they got a staff that if you say, I, I need this or something similar, or can, where can you point me out, or... They just, they just know it. This guy did six TV shows just about cheese. And you have to be, I mean, I'm interested in that. And other people, but, and think about this. If you say you have a neighbor who's um, German or he's Italian, you want to give him some cheese that he can't get himself. You want to give him a present. He uh, lent you his snowblower all season long, okay? And you got He won't take any money, but you got to give him a present or you want to give him a gift. And you want to give them something special. You want something that's going to remember you by. And then you go down to the cheese boutique, and they got those kind of things. And in case you want to give the most important person in your life, yourself, and you want to give yourself a good big gift, that's the place to go. Okay, it's not a big box store. You don't know what you're going for, but you ask them, and they're going to know. 45 Ripley Avenue, 416-762-6292. One of the friends of the show and I've never had a single person complain, said Paul. Some of the best advice you gave on my show, on this show here, was about the cheese boutique. Okay, we're going to go to uh, Jim in Whitby. Good morning, how are you? I'm really good because, you know, the chili, and uh, the chili going, I, I can't wait to get at it. I know it's going to be better tomorrow. <laughs> it's it's nice and sunny out here. Pardon? It's nice and sunny in Whitby. Yeah, no, yeah. no, I'm a chili the food. Yeah. Sorry, go I, ahead. I got three different items from Anchor Hawking. 
Okay. Uh, one is a, a, a four cups and saucer demitasse set. Mm-hmm. Uh, with a, they're white with a gold trim. Okay. And we're just trying to get an idea of uh, what kind of values you think they are. Best on anchor housing because they made so many. I'm just saying, we sell them, and but I I, I refer to uh, free bit. I mean eBay when I'm trying to come up with prices for Anchor Hawking because, to be honest, I'm amazed at some of the prices because the stuff's indestructible. Right. Yeah. Now, I don't mean this in a trite way, but if we had nuclear war, there'd be hostess Twinkies, Anchor Hawking, and um, cockroaches left in this area. It lasts forever, this stuff. Yes, it Have does. Have you ever tried to break a piece of Anchor Hawking? I don't yeah. think you can do it. Yeah, but, we, and also we've got a uh, set of six... Um, Peach Luster, uh, like they, they called them, it's a 12-ounce uh, uh, ramekins. Oh, those are nice. They got Peach little handles on each side. Yeah. Yeah, we have six of those, too. And then we have one um, Delft Blue mug, coffee mug. Yeah, because now here's the thing about uh, the Anchor Hawking and the uh, and that it, it does last a long time. Now, the next thing about it is because a slight variation in the design or even because what will happen is they'll put something out, and um, this will happen, is that they give one one thing to Eaton, and they gave one to Simpson, so they can both ex- say that we have the exclusive best price on these. You know what I mean? And right. they can't be shopped anywhere else. Now, in some cases, this would last one year, and the product will only come out one year, so therefore it actually is rare. In other cases, they would keep on putting out Something is very popular. They, they sold out in two months in one of those stores. They will make it again right away because they're in the business of selling this, not in the collector business. They're in the business of selling product. Right. So the more of it that's around and and sometimes in, in good shape, the more of it's around, the less of the prices. But if something was uh, the die broke or they couldn't get that color or and it, it's sometimes as simple as that, or you know, one container fell off a ship, and that was the whole container of that stuff. And we don't, you know, it's, it comes down to stuff like that, where or it was only made for the British market and not the Canadian and North American market. Right. And these are things that this is why I bow to eBay on this to find out because sometimes I'm surprised. That's and I'll be sitting there and saying. I've got something extremely similar. That's worth five hundred dollars. I can't wait to get my five hundred for it. And it's only a case of because it was maybe issued on a short period in Canada. This happens in other products, not just anchor ha- hawking and uh, um, that stuff from the fifties and sixties. But sometimes it's as crazy an answer as that, in that it wasn't made or wasn't the shape wasn't like fondues were very popular for a couple of years. And they might got in the end of the fondues, you know what I mean? Yes. Or they um, they ran out of one paint, one color, and they already got the glass there, and they just popped another color on it or another design. You know. Yeah. This is well, and all we're trying to do is just sort of get a handle on. Uh, we've looked at eBay, and the prices are seem to be all over the map. And yeah, um, you well, know, and, if I'm going to sell it, pick the higher price. How's that? Yeah. Yeah, that well, we've been looking at doing that because obviously we're, you know, at the age where we're starting to look at uh, down the road. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. That's why our shop comes in handy. Uh, one, we can do a little bit of research on it. One, we're a trusted seller. 
Right. One, we know how to pack. Not that you have to worry about Anchor Hawking getting there in one piece. I think you pack with a bunch of rocks. Right. Um, but the thing is that you use us. And some of us just don't want to do go through all the rigmarole packing, boxing, and all that. We can take it. Um, but for the next two weeks, we are swamped, and we have houses coming. But you can call the store if you have a problem with, uh, and I can if I'm in front of a computer and you send me a picture, I'll help all I can. Only okay. for a couple of minutes. Can't give yeah. you an hour or anything. But if you have a problem with some of the stuff or there's other things you want to downsize, give me a call and send me pictures. Okay, pictures is the best. I'll do that. Anyway, and thank you very much. Have a great day. You too. Thank, thank you, you very much. Thank you. Now, well, before we go on, we're going to get back to the other people. There's um, some people calling us. Um, Georgina, but we're not going to go to Georgina. We're going to go to friends of the show. I know there's something already stored up. And uh, we'll be right back. Our numbers here are 416-360-0740 or, or 866-740-4740. We'll be right back. And... Uh, I'm going to get to some of the stuff I want to talk about today. Here we are. Live from the laundry room with the smell of chili just wafting through the air and lots of snow outside. This is a show about stuff. Your stuff, my stuff, how you're getting rid of your stuff, what we, how we can help you do it, finding out the prices, warning you about garage sale season, about giving away your stuff, Instead of selling it, if you're going to downsize, if you're going to downsize and you want to move to another place, we are the guys to help you. Okay? Um, we can get rid of your stuff, get you the most money for it. There's that really sinking feeling when you sold a $1,000 rhyme for $3. It is a sinking feeling. And it is not a good feeling. And we, we don't want to have 25 you don't have $25,000 worth of stuff standing in the way of selling your million-dollar house. But on the other hand, and I say this a lot, you don't want $100 for your $25,000 worth of stuff. This is important, and I'm saying this because it's what we do. And we're starting to book up with the season coming up because people are saying, okay, I have to downsize my house. I have to get rid of this stuff. I have to get it ready for sale. We do everything. Take all the stress out of it. We do your basement. We do. We come in, and you don't have to do anything. You just have to think about doing something, and we get it done. And we get your house ready. We get more money for your house. If you don't want more money for your house, I can't help you. If you don't want more money for your items, some people, some, may not be your idea of getting up at 6 in the morning, putting a bunch of stuff on your, on your uh, laneway, and then uh, having a bunch of people offer you $5 for something that you got $40 on. You know what I mean? And that might be your idea of fun. I'm not really used to it. It's what we do. We do it for a living. You do it. You haven't done it in two or three years. Garage sales. I don't know if we want to go out there on garage sales right now because there's going to be a lot of people with pent-up stuff. that They just put in, I think in, the garage, in their garage. They have a section for future garage sales. And as soon as they're done with something, they buy a new one, they put it out there. But some of it can be worth money like i said we had okay we had i've had the uh 
first card shop in Canada. Now it doesn't. I know we talk about cards, but that's because there's huge monies in it. Okay, I've handled more Gretzky rookies than anybody else. Well over three thousand. I've handled them. I've bought them. I've sold them. I've had uh, and uh, like the first memorabilia probably in Canada. Because I know Glenn, who comes on the show with me, does a lot of memorabilia. I know he used to shop in my store because I had stuff there all the time. And the game used stuff. And the, uh, the stuff that you don't think about. You don't know that a sweater from the 1967 Leafs can be worth $10,000. You know, that old wool thing that Uncle Elmer had? You know, and they, we tell you that. Don't take it apart. The program, the ticket. I'm not going to talk about ticket stuff. Programs, the cards. I mean, there was a lady this week, and I heard about this collection. Somebody said they got this collection was worth about seventy-five thousand dollars. She sold it for five thousand. Nothing I could do about it. I heard about it. I saw it. The guy said I bought it out in Cambridge. Too many things went together. I said okay. She got sold. She did not get a second opinion on it. And there's cases like this happen. And we go in. We try and tell you what it's worth. It is my area of expertise, cards, comics, ephemera. I also know my furniture. I was the largest supplier of dishes and silver plate and sterling and glasses to replacements out of Canada. This is years and years ago. Okay? So I'm trying to say that we actually do this for people. I had this, um, a lot of people, this mega money, Hey, and here's what happens. Say you bought a camera in 1959, and you spent a week's pay on, which is what it cost for 8 millimeter, eight millimeter camera projectors back then. And so you hang on to it because it costs you a week's pay. And you think it's still worth it. You bought it for $200 or whatever it was back then, and you can't. we will give you $8 for it today. It's a prop. But in 1959, you also had a set of baseball cards. And I give you $5,000 for that. Now, you only paid $100 or $50 or whatever it is you collected it. But the point is, it's something you don't think is worth the money. It's the things you remember you paid a lot for. It's something your dad had or um, your, your son collected or something like that. You really have to call us in on that stuff. And this is stuff, like I say, I find in the basement. We're trying to get your house ready for sale. We found a set of five thousand dollars worth of cards in a rafters. The kid put it up in his ra- in the in the rafters in the basement. Okay, there's a person who had one hundred and thirty-two one-ounce gold bars in a furnace. These are the things that we're getting older. Sometimes we forget what we had for lunch, unless something we put away twenty years ago. And this is where we can help. We go. We are professionals. It's what we do. You move once every 40 years. We move somewhere once every two weeks. And so we know what to look for. We know what stuff is worth. It's part of our expertise. We take the stress out of it. And it's hard. You've lived in a house for 40 years, 30 years, 20 years. You, it's been a long time. It's hard to move. We know this. We keep you on the, on the, on the path. You decided to do this. We help you um, find another place. We will move you. We take care of all your stuff. Instead of going to one place like uh, they got junk places where they you have to pay them to get rid of your stuff. In some cases, it's like that with us too. But most of the time, we take your stuff. We charge you for doing it. But 
we try and sell your stuff so you get most of your money back on it or more. Or This is where our service is unique. We're, and we have a place where we can't sell it right away. I have 13,000 square feet where I can store it and sell it, as I call it. And you, that way you're getting the most amount of money rather than putting, I got to sell this today. You got to sell it on a Tuesday and only one person shows up to buy it. They give you $100 for your $1,000 item. In our case, we try and put it out for close to the 1000 We try and put it out what it's worth. Now, I'm going to John in Brandon. Where are you, John? Yes, hi. John, how can I help you? Yes, um, I'm calling. I have a collection of um, uh, silver dollars. Okay. Um, and they have all the province name on it. I have some of um, U.S. They have all the what year are they? name on it. Some from 1972, uh, 73. Those are not silver dollars. They look like a silver dollar. Well, nickel yes, dollars. whatever. I don't know. Now, this is what you can do at home. I'm going to give this little tip for a lot of people. you got a fridge magnet. Run it over your silver dollars, what you think are silver dollars. If they stick to the magnet, they're not silver dollars. Everyone should go listen to this. And most of this, there are some silver dollars made after 1967, but they're not available in your chains. There were special silver dollars part of sets and, and clam packs, and they were sold to the collector market. But they also sold these other nickel dollars. Okay, people think yeah. they're silver dollars. If it's past 1967, please everyone listen to this. And that's the year we got the goose on there, okay? And they're a little bit smaller than a silver dollar, and they stick to your fridge magnet. They are not silver. A silver dollar, you're going to find out this in about six or seven minutes. You hang on and keep on listening to the show. I'm going to tell you what your silver dollars are worth. That's a teaser from me. Okay? Thank you for the call. Iva in Everett. Hello. Iva, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Snow here for sure. Good. Now, what have you got for me? I've got a $100 bill that's dated January 1937. Okay. In the bottom left-hand corner, there's going to be a signature. Tell me what it looks like. It looks like a D-L something E-R-D-O-N. It's not Osborne. Oh. Uh, yeah. If it's, Osborne, yeah. if it's an Osborne, 1937, it's a yeah. much better bill. He was a um, signed for a lot less time. Now, do you have the Crows? you got other signatures later on. Because the 1937 bill was issued from 1937 to 1954. No, 53. When the Queen came along, okay? Yes. So all those times, they didn't change the 1937 part of it. They changed the signature part of it, okay? And the same way I said earlier on the show, that anything with the Queen on is still good. Anything with the King is still good as well. If it's an Osborne, they're probably worth a couple hundred dollars and depends on the condition. We- it's... it's um- it's not the greatest condition. It's It's been hanging around for sure. Okay. It's been in a wallet or two. Okay, gotcha. Um, yeah, we've sold them. They sell as high as $2,000. And I got to tell you this little short story. A guy who's a comic collector and comes into my store, he was at a yard sale and buys a suit for $75. 
in the suit is 35 1937 $100 bills in wow. the breast pocket. So that was a very good investment for him. Right. I ended up giving him around $6,000 because some were collectible. Right. But going back to your bill, it can be worth You can send me a picture okay. on, uh, to my either T, T like in Tom, gold, silver, coins at gmail.com. Is that coins now, with an S? Coins with an S. Okay, perfect. Yeah, I know. It's, uh, some days I can spell. and some the back? Pardon? Do you want a copy no, of the front no, and the back? Oh, yeah, you can. It's not that much trouble. No, the more it's information no I have, the more accurate I can be, eh? Yes, that's right. So, And what about a $54, $20 bill? Is that anything special? They can. It's in good shape. But what we want to do is see if it's in those. Now, there's a couple things you got to look for here. One, and with this, I don't mind talking about money because money's important. <laughs> um, a $20 bill can have the, what we call the queen, uh, can have the devil's face in the hair. Hard to see. You don't know what you're looking for, but there's a devil's face in the hair. The other thing on all bills, right up to about 1970 to 70, is if you see it, you know how you have a serial number on a bill? Yes. Then we have what's called an asterisk. And everyone knows what an asterisk is. Asterisk is on your phone. It's the thing that doesn't look like a pound sign. Right. So you've got the asterisk, a little red star there. If you've got a, an asterisk, it means it's a replacement bill. That's when we were actually, our mint was actually take, taking care of our money. If they found a bill that had a crease in it or wasn't printed right, they would take it out and replace it, prepare for the name replacement bill, with an asterisk bill. So they can keep track of our money. Okay. I don't know if they're doing it today. I don't know if they're keeping track of our money today. There's a lot of things about the government I don't know. <laughs> but on um, back then, so people collect these. As soon as you tell someone they can't have something, they start collecting it. Yes. So they want these asterisk bills. We've sold them as high as $5,000. Where would the asterisk be? Right before the serial number. Oh, mine is G slash underneath oh, no. okay, W. You don't have an asterisk. They don't misplace these asterisks. They put them right before the serial number. Ah, Anytime okay. you see these in any of your bills, you go to your safety deposit box and Uncle Elmer's left you a box of them, go through. You should never bring those bills right to the bank. Even though you're in the safety deposit box, you're in the bank, don't give the bills to the bank. No. Bring them up to a shop like mine to go through them, and we will give you more money. Okay. That's solid advice. I should give that all the time. But don't. <laughs> How do I put this? Banks are a very unsafe place to put good bills. <laughs> True. I'll have a, I don't care. Great. Some Thank you for all the information. I love your show. Thank you. So now I'm going to go into the price of the gold and silver right now. And because I always really run out of show before I run out of information here. Now, get a pen, get a paper. You might can do it today. You might have a neighbor who wants to do it. Yeah, there's a lot of things that you, uh, I want you to go and get this. I want you to copy down this information. I really do. Get a pen, get a paper, make sure they both work, as Bogart would say. Just copy this down. I'm running at three minutes. 10 karat gold. And here's the other thing I want you to do. You go to a home hardware, uh, rather than paying entire home hardware Canadian edition, you buy one of their $10 scales. It's meant for food. You put your berries on it, and they tell you they weigh 20 grams. It will give you an idea how much your gold is worth, okay? So you have one of these scales. This is not a big thing. I don't want you to buy it from Amazon. I don't. I want you to buy it from a Canadian. I want you to buy local. 
This is important again. So this now we've got the scale thing out of the way. So 10-carat gold, each gram, one gram, it's really small. A gram is really small. It's like the size of a, a lemon pip, okay, is 27.25. So if you've got 20 grams, that means I'm going to give you 540 bucks. If 14-carat gold, and this is important because a lot of people say, you go to a place and a guy puts it in his hand, I think I'll give you $1,000. Well, you give me $1,000 or $3,000 in gold. 14-karat gold is 38.12 per gram. So you got your little, your little scale there. You put your stuff on there, and we'll tell you what the different carats are. 18-karat gold is 49.01. So you have 20 grams. I'm giving you $980. Now, this when you go to some of these other stores, they'll say, he's not paying that. That's just a lie. Go try us out, okay? That's Because they won't give anything near that. 22-karat gold is $59.90, okay? Silver dollars, just talked about this guy. I got to make a little bit of money on him. Silver dollars, if they're silver, before 1967, or you got four quarters, two halves, you know the drill here, 1647. Grams of silver, 77 cents. We're also buying silver uh, plate. We're also buying, if you got maples, right now we're paying you $33, okay? And we're buying gold as well. We also buy pewter. I hope I gave the right price. Is this the right date on this? I don't know. Hold on. Okay, twenty-seven thirty-four. Yeah. Tomorrow. We, we pay our certain percentages all the time. I'm running out of time. Now, I want to end this show. I don't want to say about wearing masks anywhere. I just want you to be kind to someone today. Then where I used to end the show with wear a mask, be kind to someone. Anyone. Strangers. Strangers are the best. They'll wonder what the heck you're thinking. Just be kind to them. When you have a choice of being mean or kind, choose kind, as my wife would say to me all the time. Thank you for letting us into your home. Remember, if you want to downsize, give us a call. Thank you. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.